0: I'm Jordan Lewis and here is your local news. Incoming UAS Chancellor Dr. Aparna Palmer came on to Capital Chat to talk about how she feels taking on the position as well as what direction and focus she has for the university. First, she spoke on how it feels taking over from Chancellor Karen Carey.
1: Well, I have big shoes to fill. (laughs) I know that Chancellor Carey has done an amazing job. Uh, leading the university through some challenging times. And um, I just want to pick up where she is leaving off and just expand on all of the different things that we need to grow at the university.
0: Next, she spoke on her goals for the university.
1: You know, we have an amazing university with amazing faculty and staff, but I think we need more visibility. Coming out of the pandemic, I think we need to make sure that Everyone in Southeast Alaska, in Alaska, and even in the lower 48 know what we have to offer. So that's one of my goals. And another goal is just to attract more students to the university. I think we have a lot to offer. We have several different types of programs that students can take advantage of. And I just wanna make sure that people know about those programs and can really come and embrace what we have to offer.
0: Anchorage Superior Court Judge Andrew Peterson sentenced Michael Anthony Oliver, age 42, to a composite sentence of 15 years, with four years suspended for two counts of criminally negligent homicide and one count of DUI for causing a vehicle crash that killed a father and daughter. On June 22nd of 2020, Oliver crossed a double yellow line at Mile 81 of the Seward Highway, crashed into a vehicle head-on, spun off that vehicle occupied by the Whitman family, and was T-boned by a third vehicle. Oliver's blood tested positive for methamphetamine. The crash resulted in the death of Michael Whitman and his six-year-old daughter. Whitman's wife, Delinda, and nine-year-old daughter were seriously injured. In the third vehicle, Barnaby Longley and his girlfriend, Irene Ivanov, and their two young sons were injured. It was a sunny afternoon with dry roads. Oliver's vehicle passed an inspection after the crash and no apparent external forces could be found for the cause of the crash. Judge Peterson sentenced Oliver to seven years with two years suspended for causing the death of Michael Whitman, consecutive to seven years with two years suspended for causing the death of Whitman's daughter. And Judge Peterson also sentenced Oliver to one year flat consecutively for driving under the influence of methamphetamine. And U.S. Senators Lisa Murkowski and Dan Sullivan joined the National Telecommunications and Information Administration in announcing over $1 billion in new funding for the Bipartisan Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act for Alaska to build out the state's broadband infrastructure to connect communities to high-speed internet. The funding comes from the IIJA's Broadband Equity Access in Deployment, or BEAD, program, which is the backbone of delivering upon the law's promise to bring high-speed internet to every American, including every Alaskan. Alaska's bead allocation of $1,017,139.42 is the single largest investment announced for the state since the passage of the IIJA. The announcement follows 18 months of grant awards from the NTIA's Tribal Broadband Connectivity Program and the USDA's Reconnect Program, which was similarly funded by IIJA. Over the past two weeks alone, Alaska has been selected to receive of the USDA Reconnect Round 4 funds and $88 million in the NTIA's Middle Mile Program funds to assist with broadband deployment throughout the state. You can read more about this on our website, KINYradio.com. Coming up next on News of the North, U.S. Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy spoke during a press conference with Senator Sullivan yesterday about youth mental health. The narrow channel of water that separates Alaska from Russia is a little bigger than it used to be, according to new analysis. And First Lady Rose Dunleavy smashed a ceremonial bottle of champagne on the bow of the M.V. Hubbard yesterday, christening the ship as it enters its first season in service. Those stories next on News of the North. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. U.S. Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy spoke during a press conference with Senator Sullivan yesterday about youth mental health.
2: Uh, I've said this before, but it's worth saying again, that youth mental health is the defining public health challenge of our time. Uh, It's affecting our kids' well-being across the board. Uh, Not only their mental health struggles impact our physical health, how our kids perform in school, how they show up for their families and in their communities. Uh, It really is a fuel that affects us in in all dimensions of our lives. And what our kids are telling us through stories, through statistics, is that things are not going well right now. They are struggling. We see record rates of suicide, depression, and anxiety. Here in Alaska, we have one of the highest youth suicide rates.
0: Dr. Murthy also spoke on the impacts of loneliness and isolation.
2: You have to also invest in prevention, getting at the root causes of what's driving the youth mental health crisis. And that means looking at the loneliness and isolation that are affecting so many young people. I issued a Surgeon health advisory specifically on loneliness because one in two adults are reporting measurable levels of loneliness, and that's even higher among young people. And we know that experiencing social disconnection for long periods of time increases our risk of anxiety, depression, and suicide.
0: He then went on to speak on the impact that social media has specifically on youth mental health.
2: And then when it comes to technology as well, that's part of the prevention approach we've got to take, recognizing that... For many of our kids, social media has not been a positive influence in their life. Uh, we know that when kids are spending uh, three hours or more on social media, they face double the risk of experiencing depression and anxiety symptoms. And today, the average child uh, less and rather spends three and a half hours uh, on social media. So my concern there specifically is about the exposure to harmful content, uh, extreme violence, hypersexual content that uh, kids are experiencing online Uh, as well as uh, the impact on their self-esteem as kids are immersed in this cauldron of self-comparison that doesn't compare to anything that many of us had to grow up with.
0: You can read more about this press conference on our website, KINYradio.com. The narrow channel of water that separates Alaska from Russia is a little bit bigger than it used to be, according to new analysis. A research project found that the Bering Strait is at least a meter deeper on the Alaska side than previously believed, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's Alaska Fisheries Science Center. The project evaluated new and old bathymetric surveys, applying modern technology to the latter to more accurately pinpoint locations. The changes from erosion that took place in 2010 and was likely the result of increasing flows of water through the straits said a newly published study about the project, which Noah described as providing the first detailed analysis of the eastern Bering Strait's seafloor. Mark Zimmerman, a NOAA Alaska Fisheries Science Center biologist who was the lead author of the study, said it's the water, the fast currents, we think, that's causing the erosion. The erosion has increased the underwater size of the strait by about 2 percent, according to Zimmerman. While currents likely cause the erosion, the extra space opened by the erosion could in turn affect currents in the future. The increase in depth might... Form a positive feedback loop, exacerbating an established trend of treater northward Thoroughflow in recent decades, with significant climate change implications, according to the study's conclusion. And First Lady Rose Dunleavy smashed a ceremonial bottle of champagne on the bow of the MV Hubbard yesterday, christening the ship as it enters its first season in service. During her remarks, First Lady Dunleavy noted the important role women have played in the history of the marine highway system, saying, I am honored to be a part of AMHS history. Women have made a tremendous contribution to transportation in Alaska, and today I want to recognize their contributions to the marine highway. Today, they are masters and mates, shipside and shoreside, helping this great state getting to where they need to go. The MV Hubbard, one of two Alaska-class ferries, entered service for the first time this May, after having crew quarters constructed in the Ketchikan Vigor shipyard last year. The addition of crew quarters enables AMHS to schedule the ship for longer voyages, reaching more ports and thereby increasing system-wide flexibility and the needed redundancy. The MV Hubbard is sailing between Juneau, Haynes and Skagway six times a week this summer. Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jordan Lewis for News of the North.